is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Vendis joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, it's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Yo, happy Monday. The Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave on a chilly, snowy day. Golf season is done. More than like 99% done in in Helena. I don't think we're going to get on the course again until next year. Man, had a great run though. Had a great run. Big show today. We're going to talk to Haver Principal and Activities Director Brian Kessler as uh, the uh, Blue Ponies have to cancel their final game. Uh, we'll talk more about that here in a second. Also, Jordy Hansen will join us, uh, 406mtsports.com. And uh, recap the weekend of sports. We have your auto concepts performance of the week. Some great nominations already coming in. Don't forget Wednesday, Steve Daines, Senator Steve Daines will join us on the show. And, uh, of course, uh, much, much more. All right. On this day in history, we've got our polls and tons more. So let's get to it. Hope you had a great weekend. I really, I mean, it was it was a good weekend. Didn't get to golf, obviously. We got all the snow, um, but had a great, great weekend. Took the little one yesterday. She did a little pumpkin painting, ceramic punt. It was it was really cool. She had a great time. So that was fun. Uh, hope you did something fun. You can watch on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. And listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, and much more. If you go to jasonwalkershow.com and uh, email jasonwalkersports at gmail.com. And also, um, anytime you want to weigh in, you can. You can call, you can tweet, you can text, you can Facebook, whatever. Just just get a hold of us. We want you on the show. Um, so anyway, and tentatively, no show tomorrow. But tentatively, maybe a show. We'll find out in about an hour. Which we, um, I'll let you know. Anyway, all right, our uh, COVID update because we've had some cancellations. More, uh, five hundred sixty-nine new cases reported today. Twenty-three thousand three hundred ninety since March. Two hundred forty-one deaths. Ninety-six hundred eleven active cases. Thirteen thousand five thirty-eight have recovered. Three hundred thirty-nine currently in the hospital. Yellowstone County twenty-one hundred eighty-four. Flathead thirteen seventy-seven. Missoula County, 655. Cascade, 695. Glacier, 594. 448 in Gallatin, 384. Lewis and Clark, 396. Roosevelt, Hill County, 284. That high line has exploded in the last week and a half. You got 149 in Toole, 146. Blaine, 143. Valley, 396, as we mentioned, Roosevelt. 151. Richland, which includes Sydney which played Haver on Friday night. And Haver now is canceling 
its final game, which is the end of the season for the Blue Ponies with one win, uh, about 30 Haver football players begin quarantining Sunday. They've either tested positive or are close contacts. So we'll talk to Brian Kessler about that coming up. And Jordy Hansen, of course, will join us too. So there was about 10 players left for the home game against Billing Central on uh, this coming Friday. So that's that's done. And we'll get the reasoning behind it from Brian Kessler coming up here in just a few minutes. Uh, what else has been canceled? Roundup has uh, canceled its last game. This week, scheduled for Huntley Project, is the uh, third straight game for Roundup canceled because of COVID. Because multiple Roundup students, including some football players, um, have tested positive. So, uh, Roundup's two and one. No, two and two. Anyway, so they will not play. They're done for the year, which is terrible. And we mentioned last week, the playoffs directly being affected is, uh, right now for soccer. Loyola girls couldn't play because of COVID. They had to pull out of the state A tournament for soccer. Stevensville went in. Stevensville then upset Hamilton to advance. So, I mean, things work out. You get your opportunity and you shine. Um, but craziness. So we'll uh, we'll talk to Brian Kessler. In fact, uh, well here, so Haver played Sydney on Friday. Lewistown and Sydney, as of right now, is to be announced. That's not a positive at all. Um, but let's go ahead and. Uh, Let's bring in Brian Kessler now to join us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Haver canceling its final game. What does that mean for the rest of sports up there and and moving forward? Uh, let's talk to the former Helena standout, now currently the principal and activities director at Haver, Brian Kessler, joining us now on the Jason Walker Show. All right, first off, uh, obviously this is, it, it sucks to have to cancel a football game, but when did you start getting the reports yesterday that, uh-oh, something bad is going to happen here? Um, the early, you know, about 11 o'clock yesterday is when it kind of started to hit for us that something potentially is going to be happening. Um, so we had to start thinking about options and looking at numbers and start to put together a plan for how we could potentially make it work or, maybe it wouldn't work. So, yeah, about mid, mid-morning mid yesterday. Did any of the kids have symptoms Saturday? Um, not that I'm aware of. I, okay. I haven't been in contact with any of them, so I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, health is first and foremost. I mean, we, we know that their kids are going to recover, but the long-term effects that we just don't know about. But um, it's been a trying year across the country for this. And you and I were kind of joking before, but not something you'd expect your first year up there in the, on the high line. Yeah, no. Um, you know, I think we all had an idea that we had to be prepared for something like this to happen this year, but, you know, we were getting right to the end of the season. So I thought we were going to 
be make it through and luck out, but unfortunately it hit us right at the end. I know you can't give me full details, but do you have an approximation on how many football players do have the COVID and tested positive and how many are just close contacts after that? Um, you know, right now they're all going through the testing um, or, you know, given the option to do testing if they're a contact. Um, so I don't have any definitive numbers at this time on what, what that looks like. Have our activities director and principal Brian Kessler joining us, Jason Walker show. Um, obviously one of the first phone calls to Sydney and say, Hey, here's the deal. Uh, Billing central actually. Yep. Um, what is who we we're playing this week. So that was our, our call. And um, I think the way that contact tracing is working, they're not too concerned with the visiting team um, that it was against at this point uh, because there, there's not that 15 minute close proximity uh, situation there. Right. Um, but, but you played so Sydney last week or on Saturday. We on Friday. Yep. We on did. Friday. So that would be the one that I would be, that, that I was asking about. I'm sorry. Okay. Yep. Yeah. No, we, they haven't, our health department hasn't felt like that's a need to, to worry about the, the visiting team at that point. So. Okay. Well, that's yeah. good for the kids from Sydney, I guess. Um, yeah, and actually for us, it was um, the JV game against Malta. That is where some of this is coming oh, okay. from. So, yeah. Well, so it's more than one team involved, though. I mean, that's still it, it's should be that's the mm-hmm. that's the trickle down effect of this thing that we just don't know about. It's scary. It is. I agree with you. Yeah, there's a lot of moving pieces and trying to figure out the best option for everyone. Is we're all learning as we go with it, which is. You know, hopefully we have good processes coming out of it, but yeah, it's tricky right now. Uh, the last couple of weeks, Hill County has kind of exploded, and specifically in Havern. I know some different restrictions were put on. Um, was this a start to be real concern a couple of weeks ago for you guys? It did. Yeah, I know. For a lot of us, we started to think about you know what what would we do if we have to go too remote for a couple of weeks. Um, you know, I know our board was taking a lot into consideration, a lot of comments from a lot of different sides and angles from the community on how to best approach this. But uh, we've definitely had things in mind for a couple of weeks and, and all year um, trying to figure out what we would do if something like this did happen. So, Which is just, I mean, it, it, at least it hasn't spread into the volleyball team that we know of yet, and, and they're able to continue, so that's good. Yeah, that's that's a positive. You know, you feel for the football guys not getting able to, to have that last game. But, you know, you look at the other teams, cross country has their state meet on Friday. Um, volleyball is playing pretty strong right now. So glad, hopefully they'll just, you know, stay home and not to <laughs> go to parties or anything like that and keep themselves healthy for the next couple of weeks. I think high school kids are a lot smarter than college kids. I think so. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, too. Um, this has been, like I said, a, a rough year, and the numbers have kind of jumped up there in Hill County over the last few weeks. But um, how – I mean, when you're looking at a football team yesterday and then today and you have to sit there and tell the seniors, like, hey, sorry, your last game's done, how heartbreaking is that? It really is. You know, uh, a lot of these kids, especially you talk about those seniors, I mean, that's – they don't have the chance to go play next year to, to play in college or whatever it might be. So, you know, you kind of build up, build yourself up for that final game and to, to have that final game and not know it was your final game um, is, is hard. Uh, I really do feel for those guys and 
wish it could have went different, but our hands were tied on this one, unfortunately. Yeah, there's not much you can do with the protocols, and it kind of has to happen. But um, take me through the next process now. I mean, do you? Uh, I mean, the the sanitation, the cleaning. Is there any of that? I mean, I know it takes place between games and things like that, but how do you get forty? you know, helmets and uniforms all cleaned up and, and sanitized and make sure that it's not spreading? You know, that's a really good question. Um, the nice thing for us is we really don't allow anything to be stored here right now. Um, so all of that stuff should be home with the kids um, at their houses. So it'll sit for a few weeks before we can, um, we'll have any opportunity to bring it back um, into the school, but we'll definitely have to look at that process and how do we make sure stuff is clean and sanitized and quarantined for long enough so that it doesn't spread uh, to something else. Last week, uh, they, they made the announcement that the winter sports season was going to be uh, moved back three weeks. How does that help Haver? I know it doesn't affect right now, but how does that help you guys moving forward? I think that um, was a, a nice thing for us to have. It gives us you know, two months now, essentially, with most of our sports to just kind of calm down, get have kids not around each other as often, and, and clean things up before we move into that winter season, which, you know, and get through the holiday season if anybody's going to be going around to families or different states or anything like that. gives us a continued chance to try and stop the trend that we're having here in our county and get people healthy so we can play of winter season. Well, final question with that um, pretty good girls basketball team, hellacious uh, wrestling team. Um, th- we want these seasons to happen. And I know there's a lot of, you know, news in the media that we don't want it, but we do, um, especially with those two, obviously. And then the boys team for basketball, but that wrestling team is pretty good. We'd hate to have them not be able to, to compete. Yeah, no, like I said, all those teams, you know, we, that's the one nice thing up here is there's a lot of pride and tradition in, in the sporting programs and you know, our wrestlers are doing a good job. Our basketball, I'm excited to see uh, what the girls are able to do. Um, I think our boys are going to be kind of that sleeper team that's going to come out and shock some people this year. And, you know, we have that a pretty strong swim program too. Mm. Um, that's, so I, I hope we're able to do, and this is going to help us do what we need to for those programs to be able to, to get a season in in the winter. Um, appreciate the time. Had to have been nice your first year not to have to worry about a college team on your field up there, which is a great, great football field. Um, but nice yeah. to see that Northern's going to have its own for sure. Um, but, uh, man, congratulations on your on your job, but I don't envy being in your shoes right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's it's actually, oddly enough, a lot of it's been kind of fun to try and work through the problems. So, well, I, I not guess all been bad. It's good to have it your first year instead of year twenty or something. At least you know what you True. know. Now you can. It's all uphill from you know. It uh, is all positive from here on out, right? <laughs> it is definitely. That's what I keep telling myself. There you go. Hey, uh, appreciate the time. We miss you here in Helena, but uh, you're doing a great job up there. And uh, take care. All right. Thanks, Jason. That was Brian Kessler, the principal and activities director at Haver High. Um, and a uh, little info there for, for uh, Haver. And, you know, it's, it's good info for the rest of the state as far as what's going on. I mean, we've seen Roundup lose season, uh, its final three games. Um, 
and and such. And other teams have lost games. And like I said at the top, we you know we've now seen last week we saw Missoula Loyola girls soccer have to pull out of the state A playoff bracket because of COVID. So look, I know the I know the re, the recovery rates. You know I I know the 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 death rate is low, and I get the long term effects that we just don't know about yet. But you can't tell me that this doesn't affect kids because it directly does. These kids are losing sports seasons and games, okay, and chance to play in the playoffs like Loyola soccer. Like, are you are you not getting that? For all of you, this isn't as serious. Like, and I've got great friends on both sides of this. So it's just this directly affects the kids. Has nothing to do with the parents. Has nothing to do with you, me. It affects the kids. And I've been saying since August, well, at least since March. That's what sucks the most. We want these seasons for these kids. We want them to have chances. But and I don't care that recovery rates ninety nine point whatever percent for kids zero to eighteen. They're losing games. So there you go. Um, I was really wrong on predictions. We'll talk about that coming up last week. Uh, at least a couple of games. And uh, we'll talk about that uh, on the way. Uh, but when we return, uh, we'll talk to Jordy Hansen as well. That's coming up. Jason Walker Show. We've got your auto contest performance of the week. I'll throw out some nominees when we return next. And get your nominees in as well. You can email them, Facebook, Twitter, also known as the Twitter. Wow. Uh, at Jay Walker Sports on the Facebook, or uh, email jasonwalkersports at gmail.com. And there will be no show tomorrow. I'll tell you why next. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. 
Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. I'm going to go through my uh, predictions from last week. In fact, um, also our auto contest performance of the week and much more coming up. But uh, welcome in our our weekly contributor to the show from 406mtsports.com, the Missoulian great sports writer, um, Jordan Hansen, joining us now. How are you? Good, good. I don't know. I mean, weekly is like almost pushing at this point. It's like, oh, did I actually well, you're a sports writer, so you make stuff up as you go anyway, so, I mean, let's be yeah, honest. I think, I think that's the value in the profession a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> and uh, you do great work, by the way, when you, you could, because you guys are, you know. When I not, do it. You, when, you, when you do do it, yes. <laughs> no, and I don't mean make it up as you go. You guys are just always, um, it's. You're trying to tell a story, and I don't. Even, I'm see. This is why you're better at this than I am. You can make stuff up right now and sound better than I do. I mean that that's fair, but you could. But yeah, okay, fair. That's, <laughs> that's fair. I suppose. I'm not going to because you know why would why would I why would I do that? Right, right. Um, Jordan Hansen, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. Uh, so we were just talking about predictions and. Uh, finally, uh, I, I've passed uh, Nicole Ragoni, who I talk with every Thursday in the uh, our pick and poll that we have on the NFL. And you said when you were at the Standard in Butte, you were not real good at this. No, as, as it turns out, I, I can't pick a football game, an NFL football game, to save my life. College football, maybe, maybe a little bit different. Frontier football, probably, but I, 
I, I can't I can't pick NFL games. I'm just I'm just not good at it. Well, with the with the frontier it was. I mean, when you, it's pretty easy. You, you usually, every time Northern's playing, whoever they're playing, you pick them instead of Northern. Um, and I, sure. I mean, they're getting better. Coach Rowland's doing a nice job. Anyway, um, but I have a great story. I'm going to tell you this real quick. And I, I've told this story on the air before. Um, so I was doing the pick and pull as a celebrity, quote unquote, one year uh, with, <laughs> with Troy Shockley when he used to be at the IR. And. Yeah, yeah. When, yeah, when he was the uh, when he was the sports editor, and Carroll College, and I was doing play by play, so this would have been my first or second year. And I'm doing uh, Carroll College at Southern Oregon. I picked Southern Oregon to win, which they did in overtime on a missed two point conversion by the Saints. And as I'm walking out to midfield, doing play by play, and then trying to do the on uh, on field interview with Coach Van Deest. He looked at me and said, I'm not talking to you. Took two more steps, turned around, and said, I don't talk to people who pick against us. And I thought I was going to get fired right then and there. And that's frontier football, baby. (laughs) Um, Him and I came to, uh, I mean, we both apologized, and it made sense. I saw his side. Like, dude, I shouldn't pick. As the play-by-play voice of a team, you shouldn't pick against them. So I just abstained from picking Carroll games the rest of the year. Kind of like Kirk Herbstreit does when he does games, you know? And right. the games that he calls. And then I ended up losing by one game at the end of the year. And I'm like, come on! You know? Well, you should, you should, I mean, if you would have picked Carol to lose all the games, you know, then at least you, you know, you would have, uh, you would have, you, you, you would have finished out strong there, so. That is true, because I, maybe it was 2016, because that was the year they went 4-6, and six, I think, the right. second, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, so it wasn't good. But anyway, uh, how was your weekend? You got to see a blowout Friday night. I did, I did. Um, my weekend was pretty good. I, I slept until like 3.30 yesterday. <laughs> I, I'm not really entirely sure why. Um, still haven't figured that one out yet. But uh, yeah, Friday, I mean, we, we got some football that was supposedly supposed to be good in Missoula, and it really wasn't. Um, I you know, for the first about quarter and a half, you know, Helena pushed the Zulu Sentinel a little bit. Um, but it, it was just you know, one of those things once Caden went out, uh, once their offense kind of fell apart, they didn't have any, they didn't have any answers for, for what Sentinel was doing. And, I mean, at, at this point, Sentinel looks like one of the best high school football teams in the state, not only just this year, but, like, the, in the last, like, three, four years. I mean, there's some West teams up there. There's a, a building senior team a couple years ago, you know, with, with, with some of the guys that they had um, that, you know, it's up there too. But, I, I mean, it, it's just one of those things where just – Helen's defense, you know, looked like paper in the second quarter on, honestly. They, they, they couldn't get any of the stops that they needed. And uh, offensively, they, they couldn't get anything going at all. I mean, their rushing offense was nothing. I mean, Caden looked rattled. Because, you know, he was, he was taking hits early on. And this was a simple stuff and was, you know, putting a lot of pressure on him. And, you know, once – once that kind of fell apart, they just they didn't have any answers and couldn't you know generate really any, much of anything. Well, and and I mean Hewitt's so good, but you know he's been the guy for you know two years now, and obviously you know your you, your backup's going to be good, but he's there's a reason you're not a starter. And then when you're playing a really good defense like Sentinels, and I, I it's better than I thought it was. Um, I thought yeah. Helen and I had the best defense in the state. In fact, I tweeted you that, that you know, they're front seven. But what did Sentinel do so well offensively that really slowed Helen's front seven down? 
they were just able to get to the outside. I mean, that's that's one of the big things that you know they've been able to really get to the outside all year. You know, they have the athletes um, that can do it, and and they also kill you with field position. I mean, that's like been one of the biggest things that they've done is they've continually you know had good returns. They've you know made smart decisions on um, you know all all, all of the special teams, and you know, and, and and they can also get it up the middle with you. I mean, I think Donovan South and Soren Suverin each um, had over had over uh, 50 yards and uh, they it was probably on like I think it was like 10 or 12 carries I mean it, it didn't even really take them much to um, you know just start wearing down that middle of the front seven once they're able to do that you know and the other thing too is that Missoula Sentinel's offensive line is way better than I mean I think most people even get it credit for I mean obviously everyone talks about Dylan Rollins but you know there's a bunch of different you know, guys on that, you know, front group that, you know, can, can, can make a, can make a difference for you. And I, and I think that'll, a lot of the times that helps you win games. 406mtsports.com reporter Jordan Hansen works with the Missoulian. Um, I say both, right? I, I mean, I have to take you in both of those, right? Yeah. And that's, and, that, and that's really a funny thing is that people just like do not understand that Missoulian half the time is 406mt sports or that the Gazette writers is just, it's like, I, I, I feel like we needed a little bit better branding. I, I actually suggested just a bunch of billboards around random towns in Montana that was like, hey, 406 MP Sports, that's also the Missoula, that's also the Standard, that's also the IR, and that's also the Gazette. And, uh, anyway. And apparently so, the, the Chronicle now and the Tribune as partners. Yeah. Partners. Yeah, we, yeah we, we, we buy content from or have an agreement with uh, the Bozeman paper and then um, with some of the other, with the Flathead Beacon and um, some and the Lake County will like share their stuff too is on, on our platform. So gotcha. I'm not entirely sure how the ins and outs of all that works. But, no, but nobody is. You know, it, it, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> uh, I feel like you and I could have a, a great conversation off the air about the newspaper industry, and and I won't because I don't want to get you in trouble. So Jordy Hanson, I guess. I was like, I don't, I don't even know if you can be in trouble. It's just, it's like, you just talk about frustrating things. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. It, 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 was, it was really funny. I had someone email me um, the other day uh, just about, like, it was because, like, oh, it was, it was on Friday. They were like, nice photos, but how many people got COVID at the, the game over the weekend? And I was like, okay, first of all, you're barking up the wrong tree because, like, who, who has, you know, been more – you don't want to say moralistic, but who's been like the, you know, trying to, right, think, you know, say 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 the right things, and it was just like one of those things. It's just like I, I don't I, I don't know why people do the things that they do, and but anyway, that's <laughs> completely completely off tangent, off topic. Here. You mean like the the governor not following his own mask mandate? Oh, did I go there again? Um, I, I mean. I, 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 I don't, don't even, don't even get started. I mean, like, how, how are you supposed to, how are you supposed to have any sort of good example if you can't, right? Can't even do that. So, yeah. So. Um, another blowout that we'll talk about, uh, Billing Central, Mile City. Nobody. Yeah, I didn't see that. So, I mean, I those are two that. blowouts on Friday that nobody saw. Yeah, I and I was really, really, really surprised by uh, what, what what Billing Central was able to do. I mean, I know that they were talking about like. You know, they have been disrespected and all this kind of stuff, but I, I don't know if they just internalized some of that or, you know, what what exactly was happening there. But they certainly, um, 
certainly uh, proved a point there um, this weekend. And um, I, they might be the best team in Class A. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, they, uh, Hamilton still is good, but they only beat Libby thirty-five to twelve this week. Um, you know, and, and I mean that was. I mean, that's still you know thirty-five points on a good, pretty good Libby team. But I, I'm just I'm starting to wonder where the where the power, the power balance truly has still not shifted from the the east to the west and um and and classic. Well, so. and Billing Central's going to have a week off to prepare for the playoffs because Haver canceled had to do with, uh, with the COVID um, the, today. So, and we had Brian yeah. Kessler on uh, beginning of the show. Jordan Hansen, our guest here. Um, speaking of COVID and the playoffs. Look, we all want the seasons to continue. We all have wanted this, but now we're seeing teams directly affected with the Loyola girls having to pull out of the state playoff bracket last week. Stevensville takes their place, comes in and gets the upset, but that's a Loyola team that fought hard and then COVID destroyed their season and a chance to win a state tournament. Well, and I, I just, I don't know, you know, this is just like the first of something that's going to happen constantly. I mean, like, you know, at, at, at every level. I mean, the MLB and the NBA got lucky, but, you know, what happens if an NFL team is, you know, has to, you know, do that? What, or, or, you know, obviously even at, you know, a closer level for us, I mean, you know, you have two teams, you know, what if Sentinel all of a sudden starts, you know, getting cases and can't, you know, go for their first running? Do you right. change around the playoffs? Do you, like, what, what do you, what do you do? And I, I it's, and, and, and there's no plan for it. And, and no one expected, well, not no one expected, but like you know, I, I'm just surprised there wasn't something along those lines of like, yeah, you know, we're going to give an extra week here, something like that. I I, I don't know truly what the answer is, but you know, I, I it's just something that we're going to have to have to face, and I just it, it's it's one of the things that's going to put an asterisk on you know this season is that you know which teams, which players, you know who who didn't actually get a play, so. Well, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Loyola girls weren't going to win the state tournament in soccer, but right. they didn't. They didn't have that chance now. And losing losing a game in the middle of the season or losing a match in the middle of the season is one thing, but losing a chance to play in the postseason, you know. And this goes back to the state tournaments when they canceled them on Friday, um, which we both agree should have been done earlier. But they're not even. They didn't even get a chance to start their playoff. And I, I know that sounds hypocritical. I think. Maybe not, but I think you uh, know with what I'm saying or trying to. Yeah, and I, I, I like you said, I just I, I don't know what the I don't know what the path forward is, and I mean, I, it's just one of the reasons that like you know what was the point of you know having these you know seasons and stuff like this if you're not going to be able to to get it to its conclusion or didn't have a better um, you know way to get it to its conclusion. That's I, I just, I don't know, it, it, it just, it, again, it's just, you know, what, what what exactly are are we really doing here? And, you know, what is the, what is, what is the meaning, what is the meaning of playing sports, you know, during a pandemic too, a little yeah. bit. And I just, you know, some of the, some of the, the playoff stuff kind of puts that, puts that thought in mind a little bit, I guess. So I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what, you know, how they're going to you know, go about that or, you know, what the solution would have been. I mean, I think, I really do think that trying to push some of these sports to spring would have ultimately been the better idea because, you know, you would just be in a different place, I think. And, um, you know, I, I just still struggle with that a little bit that, you know, it, it, it would have made, it would have made a lot more sense to, 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 to put around some stuff, but it, that's, you know, it is what it is. 
It definitely is, as Jordan Hansen joining us. All right, you didn't get your top five done yet, so I'm going to give you mine, and then you can make fun of me. Sounds good to me. All right, double A, Sentinel, obviously. West, Senior, Bozeman, and then a tie for fifth, Helena and Glacier. I actually like that. I actually like that moving senior up a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm, I think that's, I think that's a good call. You know, they've played junior, junior Bergen's been just awesome. I mean, yep. it's been, it's been fun to see some of those highlights that's come through on Twitter. And kind of, he's got, you know, it's fun when you can take a wide receiver and turn him into a quarterback and then also have him still, you know, be a wide receiver on occasion. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's, it's fun. It's, it's fun to see. Um, I, I actually did have my double A. So, be Sentinel West, Bozeman, Glacier, Helena. But like I said, I, I do like the um, the the senior in there, and I think that even senior at fifth over Helena might be might be um, good. It might, you know, might, might be a better call at this point. It, it'll, it'll be interesting to see if Cage is out for a while or, or what. But it, yeah, and it, I haven't heard yet. So yeah, I, I I heard it was I heard it was an arm and a head too. So I mean, that's at least a week of the concussion, as you know, it's for the arms. So. Right. It was, I mean, it was a hellacious hit. There's no question about that. Yeah. It was, I mean, well, it was yeah, and he, yeah, and he took he took sacks on back to back hits, and I mean, Sentinel was just bringing all sorts of pressure at him too, and that and that was the other thing too is that you know Sentinel's defensive line, Zach Cruz, you know Hayden Cruz, you know those guys, those linebackers, those defensive ends, those hybrid guys, you know, just make make life a living, living, you know, hell. nightmare for, yeah. for a lot of those teams. But yeah, <laughs> hell, whatever. Um, yeah, no, I completely agree. So I've got a lot of ties this week, which is really weird. So in A, Hamilton, Billing Central, Dillon, Laurel, and then in five I've got Miles City, Sea Falls, and Libby. Yeah, that, uh, and, and, that, and that top four is almost exactly how I would um, have 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 gone, have gone about that. Um, that was a kind of a big win for for Frenchtown over the weekend too. Yeah. They kind of stay alive in the um, stay alive in that Western. Because I mean, and, and we talked about this a little bit before, and not so much necessarily on the Eastern side, but on the Western A, there's just a cluster there at the top of you know a bunch of teams that are just really jockeying for those those four spots, and it'll be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. Um, you know, next week, and you know, just how how, how the seedings go as well. So. Well, it looks like it's going to be, I mean, I think it's going to be Hamilton, Dillon, Seafalls, and Libby probably in those that top four from the West. Right. I mean, because Frenchtown's three and two, but, you know, they've got losses in conference. They can't catch Hamilton or Dillon. Well, they could catch Dillon in the loss column. Didn't Frenchtown beat Dillon? Uh, no, uh, Dillon beat Frenchtown. Okay. Uh, first game of the season. Who beat, who beat Dillon? Was it Hamilton? Uh, D- yeah, D- Dylan only losses to Hamilton, and, and that was a game that Dylan was in until the third quarter. I mean, like right. it was sixteen, it was sixteen to sixteen with like eight minutes left in the third. I mean, like it's you know, Dylan's D- 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 a team that can push Hamilton. Dylan's a team that I think that can, that I think can push just about just push just push about anybody. I can talk. Nice. <laughs> it's okay. Welcome to my world. <laughs> uh, all right, Class Fair B, enough. Class B. I mean, Manhattan. Clear cut for me after the way they they won against a very good Townsend team, scoring twenty six unanswered to get the victory. It's huge. Um, and then I got Florence, Fairfield, Glasgow, and Big Fork. Yeah, I, I, I'd be about there. Uh, Big Fork, um, still a team that I love. I mean, they 
you know, lost a lost a couple games here and there this season, but you know, have been have, have been a really good team. And just that 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 rushing offense again, it's just it, it, it's fun to behold. But I, I too, I was, I was I was actually pretty impressed with the the fight that Townsend put up against Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just that Manhattan team in the last couple of years, it's just you know, kind of taking over the the mantle from Eureka it almost feels like, and um, you know, it's just it's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty fun to. to to watch and see, or to watch and you know see how you know what they've been able to do. So, one team in Class B for sure. Yep. Uh, eight man: Fort Benton, Thompson Falls, Drummond, Feldersburg, Park City, and then in the tie for five, I've got Scobie, Fairview, Westby, Granora. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that one. Honestly, um, interesting thing about Flint Creek is that they did it without um, their quarterback this week, which yeah. was pretty impressive. Um, not sure what Mike Cutler's kid is uh, in the hospital for, but hopefully he's okay. But um, well, that's what it is because it just said undisclosed, so he's in the hospital. Yeah, I, I, I thought I thought that was what Frank said. Maybe maybe it was just an undisclosed injury, but um, I, that's what that's what I thought Frank was saying uh, okay. about it. But um, yeah, you know, I mean, Kay's obviously a great player, going to probably be pretty good for Montana State, but you know, for 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 Flint Creek to to be able to do that without him is pretty impressive, and I mean, that's just. There's a good, just a good top three, four teams in that eight man ranks. I mean, mm-hmm. Fort Benton has, you know, obviously been great, and you know, T Falls. Well, and I, it was kind of embarrassing with T Falls. I thought they played on Friday, but or I thought they played on Friday, but because of a rush, a rush shortage, they went on Thursday. Right. So I called, I, so I called the Thompson Falls coach, whose name is escaping me off the top of my head, but um, called him like an hour before the game being like, oh, can I get a quote for you guys' this game against Charlotte? And he's like, yeah, we're playing in an hour. And I'm like, oh, that's up there on the top 10 uh, embarrassing <laughs> phone moments for me. So, uh, yeah. I love it. Well, and, 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 you know, with the Friday Night Lights stuff, I wait until the absolute last minute on Thursday well, to do yeah. it anyway. Sure. So I'm just like, I'm just like calling Dane at like 3.30 in the afternoon be like, hey, you know, I hope that I'll have to start a practice yet. You want to give me a quote real quick? You know, we do this run around every week and I should call you on a Wednesday, but I don't. I'm just, <laughs> but anyway, um, that's, that's an aside. I've but, got an interesting stat. You ready for this? Yeah. Flint, Drummond Phillipsburg. I can't call him Flint Creek. Drummond Phillipsburg has outscored its opponents 402 to 26. That seems good. Right. And remember they have I, a I, loss. I mean, analytics is anal, analytics are telling me that's pretty dang good. Right. But, yeah. That's, um, that's, they didn't lose. I thought they lost the game this year. No, they don't have a loss. Who the hell am I thinking of? Doesn't matter. They're, they're undefeated. So there you go. That's why they're my third ranked team because they're undefeated. Wow. Uh, all right. Six man Big Sandy, Shields Valley, Freud Lake, Hobson Moore, Judith Gap, and White Sulphur Springs. And they start their playoffs this week. Yeah. Yeah. The bracket's already out. Um, should, be, should be fun. I mean, six man football is. Like video game football, as I said before, and um, I'm, I'm I'm hoping that I get a chance to to uh, see a little bit of that, but not sure if that's going to be in the cards. But hopefully, you've got Saturday. You've got Bridger at Hot Springs. Yeah. Um, well, I just, I, I just I just met like me getting out there specifically because um, Saturdays are a little bit difficult for us. Yeah, oh. plus 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 the playoff soccer wise. Um, oh yeah, they got that. Could be state tournaments, <laughs> state title games. Could be. Yeah. Could be. 
might be a big deal. You know, be. Hey, how good is this Hellgate girls team? Because they're going to play at Helena on Wednesday now. That game got moved from tomorrow to Wednesday. They're they're solid. Um, I would have actually picked the the Sentinel girls um, to to go further than Hellgate, and I would have been wrong. Um, like most things in my life, but um, <laughs> no, it, 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 it's a good team. They're well coached. Um, they've got some they got some really good players on their squad. Um, you know, they're going to be a, they're always a force to be reckoned with. Um, either Hellgate school or either Hellgate team. Um, and yeah, I'm just I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing it. And you know, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that they have some good. Uh, defenders, their midline's good. You know, they've, they've got a good goalie. Um, you know, their attacks and their counters have been really solid this year. So, um, you know, just be a thing to, to, to see if they can see if they can push through. So, well, it's going to be interesting because you know they've knocked off one seed in West, and then they play another the other one seed out of uh, the West, which is in the East. But that's so weird. Say West is in the yeah. East, and now yeah. Um, but they could be a Cinderella team, right? I mean, they could, and I, I think that you know the the, the, the only thing that's given um, in in double A soccer anymore is just that Hellgate. It's, the Hellgate boys are going to be in the in the state title game. So um, <laughs> everything everything else is just kind of uh, we'll we'll see how we'll, we'll see. We'll It'll see. be fun. We'll It'll be fun. We'll um, appreciate you joining us, as always. Um, have a great week. Try to make your phone calls before uh, Thursday at game time. Um, who does Sentinel have this week, by the way? They go up to Glaciers, and it's oh. funny enough. It's, the only, it's yeah, it's, it's it's only the second time this year that um, Sentinel played a team outside of Missoula. So, um, if, if, if people have any knocks against the Spartans, it's just simply the fact that they have not played out of Missoula very much this year, which when you have two teams in your town, you, you know, it's such travel. So. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. And the schedule worked out pretty nicely for them um, at Glacier. So Glacier could end up winning the one seed if they win I mean, because they would own the tiebreak over Sentinel. So they'd be the one out of the West. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, they're, they're they're playing for it's just it's really funny that a team like like Sentinel that's you know played as well as that they played this year, you know, still hasn't wrapped up the the title for the you know right. the, the following year, and it kind of says a lot about the, the balance in the Western AA, which is really kind of not there this year. It, it kind of was last year, yeah, and that was fun, but just not not this year. For, for, for a lot of different reasons. And, you know, I, I really did think that Big Sky was going to be a better team this year. I thought that Capital was going to be a, bit, a little bit better team this year. Um, I, Butte was kind of what I thought. You know, they dropped off, right. but Harry you know, still has a playoff team, you know, come the final two weeks of the year, which, I mean, that, that's, you know, kind of his MO. Um, and, yeah, I, I guess I just was surprised by a few little things along those lines. But, I mean, you know, I, I think Sentinel will, will go up there and you know, be able to get it done. So, 
who gets okay? So Sentinel, Helena, Glacier, Butte, Capital of all clinch seeds. And by the way, getting Dylan Graham back for Capital, huge. That kid can run the ball. Um, but who gets the mm-hmm. final that sixth slot? Big Sky or Hellgate? Um, I would I would say Big Sky honestly. Okay. Um, just and it's simply for that, simply because Big Sky has a tiebreaker over Hellgate. Well, so, that makes yeah, that makes sense then. Right. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's your double A playoffs in the West. Your six teams. Um, yeah. It'll be West Senior, Bozeman, Great Falls High, and then Skyview or CMR out of the East. Or Skyview NCMR. Those guys yeah. are already going. Okay. That's some bad football on the, on the East. Yeah, there's yeah, the Western AA is a little bit of a joke this year, to be quite honest. But Yeah. Man. I mean, outside of West. But, I mean, West also might be the best. Well, but Senior and Bozeman are good. But then after that, it drops off dramatically. Yeah, and I and I think again that's kind of some of the product of you know the um, fact that we also don't have non-conference games, so we don't have some of those like you know wins that kind of like look decent but like actually aren't. So it's right. you know as opposed to maybe a watered down you know version, we're we're, we're really getting the you know. Well, yeah, because what if what if what if Helena High had played senior or West or Bozeman this year in non-conference? I mean, that could make a big difference to where we're sitting here talking about how good are these four teams, you know? Right. Yeah, and I I, I think I think that was a big thing that non like not having non-conference games it, it, it really it really is hard to tell where the parity is and you know how good how good teams truly are compared to their counterparts across the state, but. Um, it's always just interesting for me to, you know, where the power balance is as far as, you know, teams and stuff go um, are, are the stakes. It just it feels so different than, you know, other other places. But, okay, yeah. I want you to use this in your headline. If Glacier wins on Friday, you ready for this? Okay, the Western A is like the Big Sky Conference because you have three teams sharing the conference title, but only one is the automatic bid. That's a long headline. Okay, maybe your first sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Something to that effect. Clean it up. See, that's why I just talk and you write. <laughs> Double A, more like big guy. I don't know. I yeah. was trying to come to the narrative. It's flopped. So. Yeah. Well, you don't write headlines anyway. You got, or do you? Most Sometimes. Most papers have uh, somebody that writes editors or writes headlines. Well, we 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 did until we we cut them. I mean that's that's that's, oh, that's kind of one of the that's, that's kind of one of the tragic things that layoff is that you lose people that actually know how to write headlines. And then you have people like me that like can occasionally come up with a decent webhead that can't write a print headline. To so you don't want me to write headlines for you, is what you're saying? No, I, I want you to. I, I well, mine are I long though. I, I wish anybody would write headlines for me. I I, I can't. It's not a not an area that my brain can All right. really access. I'll think so. of a good one for Friday and send it to you if Glacier beats Sentinel. I don't think they will, but if it happens, I'll come up with a good one. Miracle and Kalispell, you never know. Nah, that sounds lame. Miracle, I mean, Miracle is too overused. Um, you got to go some Wolfpack or Sparty. Like, there's just too many miracles. We, we need to cut down the number of miracles that have, have happened in this country. Thank you. you know, I, I, think, I think someone needs to run on that. Miracle on ice should literally be the only one. 
that's fair. That's that's actually that's actually not a bad take. I mean, I mean, that that essentially, you know, was the biggest hockey win in history. I don't know. The Tampa Bay Lightning oh, winning, the World Series, winning the World Series, winning the Stanley Cup this year. I mean, that was that's pretty big. Tampa, Tampa's the Tampa's the in town now for as far as sports go. Right? Bucks going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, Bucks are not going to win the Super Bowl. They're going to oh, host gonna it. They're not going to oh, win. Gonna are you a Bucks fan? No. Oh. <laughs> Okay. I'm 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 a Vikings fan. I'm just, oh, that's I'm just right. saying it. No, I no Tom I the never root for Tom Brady. The worst town in America gets all of the the sports spotlight for, for a while. I mean the Rays are gonna win the World Series. I hope so. Well, I hate the Dodgers. Fair enough. So they're all sending the is- Clayton Kershaw's gonna start game one, like, hey, way to go, be O and one in the World Series, or way to be down O one. Because Kershaw can't no, pitch in the playoffs. Yeah, but he's he's gonna figure it out this year. He's he's gonna figure it out this year. It didn't happen Come last week. <laughs> no, but he's gonna he's gonna figure it out this year. Okay, just, that's what they say just, every year, every year. Um, all right, so you're picking the Rays? Uh, probably. I I, I don't know. I, I I'm one of those people that like yeah, I play fantasy baseball. Yeah, I talk to my friends occasionally about baseball and follow a few baseball people on Twitter. And then, like, comes to the World Series, and it's like, I am an expert on this. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Last year, last year I did see the last year I did see the Padres. Uh, this year was not a fluke. I picked up a couple of Padres last year, and I was like, huh, this team might be good. And lo and behold, you know, yeah, they turned into something good this year. So. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, all right, go do something productive, and. Maybe take a nap. I, I that might not be a bad idea. <laughs> hey, enjoy it. Um, we'll talk to you next week. Enjoy the football this weekend, and I'm, I'm anxious to send you some headlines. I'll start doing that. All right, sounds good, dude. All right, man. That is Jordan Hansen joining us on the uh, Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. He is so fun to talk with. So much fun. Um, so uh, just got an update, by the way. This is great news. So Friday night at about midnight. Our great friend Bruce Parker um, finally got his kidney transplant. Three and a half years. Um, just got a text message from him. Um, things are going well. Uh, the kidney hasn't woken up, so still doing dialysis. Will be discharged tomorrow. Life is good. Um, that is awesome. Fantastic. And we'll get Bruce on the air as soon as he actually tried calling while we were talking to Jordy, but. We'll uh, we'll get Bruce on the air. That is great news for Bruce Parker and Lisa. And you know, Lisa has been a trooper the last um, do- half dozen years, taking care and helping take care of Bruce. Um, but so glad to see Bruce doing doing well and and getting his kidney down there in, in Phoenix. So, um, all right, we're uh, obviously going to run late, but it really doesn't matter, does it? Because we we just it's 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 our thing. All right. Uh, we'll come back. My predictions last week, Auto Concepts Performance of the Week, On This Day in History, much more still to come. Jason Walker Show here on uh, the Internet, and we'll be right back. Jason Walker here, and I want to tell you about a great place that's going to make you feel better in just an hour. Ocean Spirit Massage. From deep tissue to hot stone and more, Ocean Spirit Massage will get your sore, tired muscles Feeling like new. 
whether you overdid it working out, hiking the hills, playing golf, whatever it is, or even if you're pregnant, you will walk away feeling better than you have in years. Book now for yourself or make it a couple's massage. And gift certificates are always available as well. Visit OceanSpiritMassage.com or call 417-0542. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right Grab and Go Salad Bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinner's Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get a home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out AutoConceptsHelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State, from rodeos to portraits, and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Jason Walker Show, final segment, brought to you by Mark LaRoe Photography. Check him out, MarkLaRoePhotography.com. Buy something, get 20% off by mentioning the show. Book a portrait package, and he's been taking some unreal photos of uh, uh, the backcountry right now. It's awesome. MarkLaRoePhotography.com. But if you uh, purchase a photo package and mention the show, you'll get a free 8x10 canvas or matte print. All right, so uh, Wednesday, Steve Daines, the senator from the state of Montana, one of them, will join us. And Thursday, of course, Nicole Ragoni, that's what she said. Friday could have a special guest. Uh, no show tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be going to Bozeman and doing play-by-play on SWX with Alex Eshelman as Belgrade battles Bozeman in double-A volleyball tomorrow night. So I will be... Uh, I will be doing that, play-by-play uh, play for that. So it should be a good time. You can uh, check it out at 7 o'clock. All right. So let's do some of the uh, Auto Contest Performance of the Week nominees. Uh, Becca Payne, 17 kills. Townsend defeated Manhattan last week. Emma DeVries, 19 kills, 13 digs, and 5 aces. Roberts topped Melstone. Uh, Blake Dracos, 4 touchdowns. Butte. Raced pass, Big Sky, 51-33. Uh, Jake Rendina, four touchdowns, 173 yards, Glacier hammered flathead. Eli Ebby, or Abby, uh, three second-quarter touchdown passes to Jake Waddell, had five for the game, and uh, Laurel got past Lewistown. 
Pat DeShane, five touchdown passes and ran for another for Florence Carlton in a 42-0 win over Corvallis. Cormac Ben, 204 yards, four touchdowns, caught a fifth touchdown. Big Fork romped Anaconda. Garrett Zindars, three touchdowns, caught a fourth. Jake uh, Gauthier, four scoring t- touchdown passes. Park City rolled. Belts came in Evans. Uh, 163 yards passing, 151 rushing. He also had 16 tackles and then scored the game-winning touchdown. Had four total TDs and a 30-28 win over Chinook. Ryland Eddins, 17 kills. Addie Swanson, 33 assists. Gallatin in five over Great Falls. Avery Kraft, the freshman, with the winning penalty kick as Helena beat Gallatin last week. And Helena will now host Hellgate on Wednesday because Hellgate upset West 2-1. to one. Ashley Young with the PK winner. Uh, Alberton Superior, a big win over Plains. Brian Mast, three rushing touchdowns in the first quarter. And then he passed for two touchdowns. Reggie Deuce, Beckett Arthur, hat tricks. Hellgate boys, 7-1 victory over uh, Skyview on the pitch. Maya Mack, three goals for Laurel. In a 4-0 win over Big Fork, the defending state champs. Emma Barron, a hat trick. Whitefish heading to the semis with a win over Livingston. And I think Whitefish plays Laurel this week or Central. They play somebody. Um, Obviously. All right, my predictions from last week. And then we'll give you our auto contest performance of the week. So I had Hellgate at Capital. I picked Capital 24-14. It was Capital 47-20. Great offensive night for the Bruins. Townsend and Manhattan, I picked the Tigers 45-40. It was Manhattan 29-14. Fairfield and Malta, I predicted a 38-31 game for Fairfield. It was actually 14-6, but Fairfield won, so I got it right. Hamilton and Libby, I predicted 49-31 in favor of Hamilton. It was 35-14, so 4 for 4. Frenchtown at Columbus, or Columbia Falls, rather. I predicted uh, Sea Falls to win 24-21, but Frenchtown won 28-21. And then the game of the week, not many people got this one right at all. I picked Helena High over Sentinel 42-38. It was Sentinel 48-zip. And uh, we hope Caden Hewitt's going to be okay. We'll find out later this week. All right, your auto contest performance of the week. It's probably going to be the same for the next two Mondays. But the Capital Volleyball team tied senior in the past with 65 straight wins. They did it Friday. They almost didn't get there. Helena High gave a hell of an effort on Thursday, pushing Capital to five. But Capital rallied from a 2-1 deficit to uh, get to the win in five. It was 15-4 in the fifth on Thursday, and then... Friday afternoon, uh, the Bruins rolled past Flathead. 65 straight wins. That's your auto concepts performance of the week. They have a chance to break it tomorrow. I think they play Hellgate, so they should. And uh, there's still four teams ahead of them. They're still uh, about 36, 37 away from, maybe 39 away from uh, Huntley Projects all time. All right. Uh, on this day. It is October the 19th. It is Clean Your Virtual Desktop Day. It is Seafood Bisque Day and Kentucky Day. 1856, James Kelly, Jack Smith would fight bare-knuckle 
for six hours and 15 minutes. 1957, Montreal Canadian Maurice the Rocket Richard became the first to score 500 goals. 1966, Bobby Orr would make his regular season debut for the Boston Bruins. 1974, Detroit Pistons would beat the Trailblazers in Portland. The next time Detroit won in Portland, June 1st, 1990. So they went a lot of years. Like 16 without winning in Portland. 87, Woody Woodward resigned as the Yankee general manager. Lou Pinella named the GM. Billy Martin was named the Yankees manager for the fifth and final time. 1997, the 700th World Series home run was hit. Sandy Alomar of Cleveland. Uh, 1876, Mordecai Three-Finger Brown was born, Hall of Fame pitcher. Lynn Dickey was born on this date in 1949. 1962, Evander Holyfield was born. 1973, Shedding Wang, a tennis star from Taiwan, was born. Shitting Wang. 1990, Dances with Wolves premiered uh, in Washington, D.C., would go on to win the Best Pitcher Award at the Academies. In 1991. History. That's what we do here. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Oh, man, we had a good show today. Oh, we didn't get to this. There was a couple of things I wanted to get to. Um, I'll be in Bozeman tomorrow doing volleyball, so no show. We'll remind you that here in a second. Um... There was a Bozeman woman. Actually, uh, she's from Billings, but uh, was accused of speeding through Bozeman on a construction zone Friday. Uh, Amy Jones has been charged with criminal endangerment. So witness had said uh, she was going almost 70 through a construction zone. So a bunch of witnesses blocked in the vehicle and then um, made it basically a citizen's arrest. But uh, police arrived. So this is during the day, 11.45 in the morning, possible DUI. Um, the lady, Jones, when contacted by the police, did not deny traveling approximately 70 miles through, uh, per hour through the construction zone, but said it was because of the quote-unquote space music she was listening to. Uh, she said she had been drinking alcohol and had five ounces of whiskey. The officer said he couldn't smell alcohol. Her BAC was .000. Uh, her eyes were red and glassy, reportedly made nonsensical statements. Her emotions were erratic, would laugh and then cry. They found a marijuana pipe in, uh, and marijuana in her car. But space music caused her to drive... Fast. I just had to get that in. And then I saw this today. This, listen to this. This is uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman from uh, earlier today. That's a lot of jet fuel just to do a little flyover. That's your hard-earned money and your tax dollars at work. That stuff ain't happening with Kamala Biden ticket. I'll tell you that right now, partner. So... Yeah, I was asked yesterday at the uh, Tampa Bay-Green Bay game, Troy Aikman, quote, that's a lot of jet fuel just to do a little flyover. Joe Buck, that's your hard-earned money and your tax dollars at work. Aikman, that stuff ain't happening with Kamala Biden ticket. 
Um, okay. I'm sure there will be some fallout from that. I'm sure. All right. Great show today. Brian Kessler, thank you for uh, updating us about Haver. Jordy Hansen, always a fun time talking with him. Tomorrow, no show. We'll be in Bozeman doing play-by-play, SWX Montana, with Alex Eshelman on color. Looking forward to working with her for the first time. We'll be calling Belgrade at Bozeman, double-A volleyball tomorrow. Looking forward to that. So tune in at 7. So no show tomorrow. We'll be back Wednesday with Senator Steve Daines. If you miss anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Have a great Monday. We'll see you back here on Wednesday. But see you for volleyball tomorrow on SWX. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy. Enjoy.